Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Dave, welcome back to The Boiling Point. And why I say welcome to you uh, is interesting because we both came at the same time and this is both of our podcasts. So, Well, should, that's a good point. Should we say welcome welcome to our, our listeners yes, to The Boiling yes, Point podcast? Yeah, yeah, good idea. Um, also, it's really uh, interesting to note that uh, we have gotten this podcast to a place where there are legions of interested podcasters who want to learn from The Boiling Point. And right now, as we speak, there's actually a human in the uh in, yes. in, in the podcast booth with us, with us right now, Jesse, who's observing us because yeah. he wants to start well, a podcast and, coming up pretty and soon. And could, too. you know, since we go off script occasionally, more than occasionally, maybe Jesse could, we can put you on the spot real quick. And what happened there? We had something just kind of go. Well, um, how about the, we'll bring him at the end for our takeaway. After that's we talk a great idea. So then he's got to stick around for the whole that's interview. Good. He's, he's been with us for a while. <laughs> so who do we have on today? So today is, uh, is uh, a new friend of mine. I say that because we became friends on Friday on the phone um, <laughs> and she's laughing in the background and this is Sarah from Think and believe it or not that uh, that is actually her last name from Think uh, it's, it's, it's Sarah Dickinson and uh, and Sarah runs uh, she's a how would you say a design uh, thinker, um, uh, a social entrepreneur and uh, she also is a founder of this Truly yeah. a trans- transformational um, program called Think. So I'm just going to pause here and pass it over to you, Sarah. Welcome to The Boiling Point. If we can have a, a quick bio from you, that'd be fantastic. Fantastic. Nice to meet you guys, and thank you so much for uh, yeah, for having me today. Um, so, yeah, Sarah Dickinson. I'm uh, well currently co-founder and managing director of Think School of Creative Leadership in, uh, in here in Vancouver. And you know this is yeah this is this is a relatively new endeavor for uh, myself. I've been doing this for uh, sort of the last two years. Before that, I had uh, spent most of my career working in digital communications and marketing, and uh, had really felt the need yeah had felt the calling uh, to do uh, to do something very very different to really connect much more strongly to my city and my country and my newfound country because uh, yeah I grew up in uh, grew up in the UK and have been in Canada now for almost 11 years so I really felt the the calling for entrepreneurship and uh, and after an amazing time uh, at the program in Amsterdam which is where I think was founded um, almost six years ago um, myself and uh, my co-founder Lee Feldman embarked on this journey um, which has been yeah, a wild roller coaster ride for um, for almost two years now. So, what, why don't you explain to us what Think is, uh, and also really uh, m- maybe even start by defining what design thinking is, and uh, just l- l- let our uh, audience understand first of all what what sets Think apart from other uh, of these executive leadership uh, uh, programs. Sure, sure. So, you know, <clears throat> if I take a take a take a quick step back, I think the, the context. Um, the opportunity, if you will, for for something like think is 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 really that we you know we're facing new challenges for for new times. 
um, you know, whether it's the technological revolution or the industrial and the industrial revolution, you know, we've we've got complex, complex system level issues that are facing, um, you know, our cities, our societies, as, as well as our natural environment. And, you know, I think in, in the face of these very, you know, uh, un- uncertain and volatile uh uh, challenges that we're grappling with. We're, we're also dealing with outdated leadership and business models. And, um, you know, I, I would also say sort of increasingly limited human capacity, which is where think uh, comes in. And, you know, for us to get to a level of solution that's going to be, that's really matching the problems that we face, we need to engineer new models of leadership, new tools for idea making, which is really about you know, which is really the essence of design thinking and getting um, much, much back, much more focused on uh, on the user um, and and human beings, human centered design thinking, um, as well as actionable frameworks to create, you know, to create that inner resiliency, that individual resiliency, as well as uh, a greater resiliency of our cities and our societies to really, you know, deal with these challenges. So that's the context for think. Um, and, uh, and, and, and where we come in is really with, um, you know, methodology, um, a space, a beautiful space that we've designed here in Vancouver and an incredible network, um, of, uh, of creative leaders who are, you know, who are really in the business of, of catalyzing change, great change. And, and what's the, has, I mean, the response, how, how has it been? The response has been fantastic. The response, you know, you, you, you know, I. One of the reasons why why uh, Lee and myself decided to to bring Think to Vancouver was, you know, the the needs of this market, and I'm going to say this market being you know, not just Vancouver but Canada wide, and also you know very much the the West Coast. I mean, you know, our programs recruit uh, do recruit globally, but for Lee and I and the team around us. The role that Canada was playing in this, in, you know, in, in, in the grand scheme of these very, very complex challenges that, that world, the world is facing, the story and progress that Canada was making was was somewhat hindered. It had stalled. I think there was an, inc- you know, what we'd observed is that increasingly Canada was um, was resting on its laurels a little bit, mm. <laughs> um, and really needed to, you know, and and was increasingly sort of telling telling a story um, that belonged to somebody else. And I think, you know, as the country itself um, is looking at its own economic and ecological offshoot, you know, we need to do, we need to really um, deepen the capacity, I believe, um, and the productivity, the diversity um, to to arrive at a different Canadian um, outcome as well. So it was, you know, that was, that was also a really, really important thing. And that, that connection um, I think is very, very true, uh, especially on a local level, um, with with others who really, uh, you know, see things in see things in a very, very similar way. Yeah, you know, and it's it's funny you say that because there's, I mean, there's, I, I would think, and I'm looking at Greg now. There's there's a lot of truth to that from my perspective, anyways, in terms of, and, mm-hmm. and maybe the the Canadian story has just recently shifted a little bit, uh, you know, with a new government, um, you know, yeah. Or yeah. at least I like to hope I think that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and we, but we, we we can we can get into that in a second. But I'm I'm what I'm curious about, Sarah, is um, 
you know, you, you kind of touched on it earlier, but I'm wondering, like, was there a, what point in time or was there a story or was there an experience you had or something that, that had you move and, and, you know, transition into this and, and, mm-hmm. you know, and found this and, and obviously find a partner who's, who uh, has a similar vision? Um, like, was, mm-hmm. was there something that, you know, what was the catalyst for that? Yeah, I think, well, I, I like to tell the story of um, my first moment at Think in, in Amsterdam, actually. So, you know, Lee had been um, one of the founding participants in the inaugural class. And, you know, he put in a call to me and said, you know, this this is it. This is, a, this is what I think we should do. This is what I think Vancouver needs. This is what Canada needs. We need more of this. I want you to come and do do, do this program. And so, you know, picture a very, a very chilly early morning, 6 a.m., um, uh, September, must be three years ago now. And uh, I've arrived at uh, Central Station in Amsterdam uh, and, and arrived at the same time as, uh, as my new cohort. You know, people coming together, 35 of us, for the very first time. Um, you know, strangers connecting immediately. What are we doing here? It's cold. It's dark. It's, you know, we're uncertain. And these are, you know, established leaders who are very much used to running the show, <laughs> having things figured out. Um, and, you know, that first sort of, you know, that first spark of uncertainty was, you know, was, was really setting the playing field for, for, you know, for what unfolded next, which is to take you you know, quite significantly out of your comfort zone. Um, you know, we were, we were driven to, to the edge of the Netherlands where the, where the, you know, the, the sea, the, the land ends and the sea begins. And, uh, this incredible tall Dutch Gandalf like creature, amazing. They're very tall over there, pointed, pointed at the hinterland and said, and said, I'll see, you know, I'll see you on the other side. And, you know, everybody is sort of looking at each other and, and very, uh, you know, confused and out come the waders and the galoshes and, you know, plastic bags for backpacks. And we, 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 you know, the, 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 the group walked to, um, the, uh, which, uh, the Vardensee, which is a series of islands off the coast of the Netherlands. And uh, it's a natural heritage, uh, well, heritage site as well. Absolutely beautiful. But you're walking through the North Sea and you are navigating, you know, the tide levels as you're walking and you're helping each other and people are tired and they're wet and they're muddy. And, you know, there is this incredible, incredible and very, very visceral and immediate sort of connecting experience, but also one that that sets the tone for the, you know, for these new times, you know, that I, that I was, that I was mentioning, you know, the, the humanities challenges, you know, one of which is rising sea levels. We might not be dealing with that on a day-to-day basis, at least yet here in Vancouver, but in the Netherlands and in many, many other places, this is the day-to-day reality and something that we should really be, be thinking about. But to feel that, as opposed to just think and have a conceptual conversation about it is very, very different. So I knew, I knew immediately then that this was, you know, that this was something different, that this was a felt and shared experience, not just an academic exercise. Um, and I truly believe that, you know, that, that power to transform individually, deep transformation begins with, with an experience like that. Wow. And then following that, of course, you, uh, you're galvanized as a team, right? I'm, I'm, exactly. I'm imagining, yeah. and uh, yeah. you've just you've yeah. got you've done uh, an epic feat together. And then, do you find that really opens up the mind and the heart to some more of the tactical 
uh, learnings moving forward. Mm-hmm. And it almost mm-hmm. g- gives a, a, a point of context. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, fully, it's incredibly powerful. I mean, think, think, uh, which is spelled P-H-N-K, <laughs> for your listeners. Um, you know, originally I was thinking, okay, the Dutch are bad spellers. Um, and I mean that with full, full respect. But the reason why the I is dropped, we, you know, the, the think to the I out of think is, is, you know, is because we believe that, you know, as I was saying, you know, a different mode of leadership is one that is, the one that's required is is egoless, um, and you know we understand that the tw- you know the twenty first century leaders you know will be defined by a different level of purpose, a different level of collaboration, and truly committed in a committed to working with a diverse network of of, of very very humble people, um, humble yet high performing, and you know that requires us to park you know, park some of that ego that we all typically bring to, you know, discussions, especially ones around visioning and, and creation of new solutions. And we need to leave that a little bit, you know, we need to leave some of that at the door. We need to be able to, you know, truly embark on, um, you know, uh, to, to embark on system level change is going to mean that we have to play, know how to play, know how to engage a wider set of stakeholders um, in a really, really effective way. So that type of, immediate, uncomfortable, you know, unknown, you know, situation that we did wading through the, the cold, cold water has, you know, everyone is stripped down to their, to, to a much, much more, um, you know, raw state. And that sets the perfect primer for um, a more conscious journey into, into leadership. So, wow, yeah. that's cool. And, and just, um, uh, I guess, tactically, what what does the rest of the program look like? Uh, Dave and I uh, were both uh, through the Wallace McCain cohort that I told you about the other day. Uh, yeah. So yeah. We, we've got a certain understanding of, you know, me- meeting monthly, as, as we did, uh, two nights a week right. or two days a week monthly. But what's the format of, of Think and, and the time investment, I'll say, you know, the time investment yeah. in, in doing something that's so transformational like this? Sure. Yeah. So the the program is 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 uh, is based on on, on an idea of um, field and forum, um, and from a design perspective, what that means is that you're coming together as a group as the, in these cohorts for intense collaborations, intense times, and they really are. Um, you know, talking a week at a time, every six weeks, the group comes together, um, and they come together four times over. Uh, a six-month period. In between, there is collaboration um, on, on in a team in, in a team uh, challenge, a team design thinking challenge, um, as well as executive coaching um, and a lot of follow-up pieces um, uh, from from the modules that have uh, that have just happened. And it's really that work, that that time in the field. That's what we call you know forums are coming together. The fields are you know in the field. That's where the real work happens. You know, as we all know, you know, we can attend events and go to, you know, go to various programs, but it's really the application um, that uh, is, is where the rubber hits the road. So it's the hard work back at the office, you know, running the company, back at home as well, you know, that, uh, that these, you know, all of the principles, the new behaviors, the shifts in mindset actually need to need to breathe. They need to land. And, you know, we, we deliberately structure the program 
so that it, so that um, you know, so that there is that um, yeah, that that landing for people um, and testing and playing with these with these new ideas um, that have come up um, within the within the periods together, and and also just you know it, that's more realistic for you know for the program participants. Um, we're talking about mid career. Um, you know, uh, entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs, um, and these are busy folks. Um, they often have families. They definitely have very busy professional lives. Um, and, uh, you know, to be able to <clears throat> structure the time, um, you know, in, in, in this manner is, is much more realistic for people. Um, and yes, it's, it's an intense commitment for, uh, for a six-month period, but um, we truly believe also that it takes a level of intensity to really bring about um, the type of transformation um, that we're talking about. This isn't, you know, an event for a quick jolt in the arm um, or, uh, you know, a few meetups. For folks who really want to build that inner resiliency to take their game to the next level, to scale their venture, um, you know, really, really effectively, it takes that type of commitment. What so what and and then what is the type of individual you're finding that's uh, you know that's that's coming and wanting to be involved and and prepared for that level the level of commitment that's required? Yeah, so <clears throat> I think you know it's a it's a combination of um, committed um, and active entrepreneurs who are who are incubating an idea or scaling ventures. You know, with with social impact, um, it, 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 the DNA, social impact potential at that DNA, and you know, although the individuals uh, within the program are coming from a huge, hugely diverse set of sectors and geographies and uh, cultures, you know, we're really recruiting for that diversity. Um, you know, the, the red thread through all of them is a commitment. Um, to leadership, to innovation, and and to social impact, um, and that goes, you know, whether they're entrepreneurs with their own businesses or whether or not they are entrepreneurs um, with, uh, you know, with a focused innovation project that has, you know, that triple bottom line um, uh, mandate within their organizations. So huge, huge diversity. Yet there's, and but there is that commonality of uh, of the, you know, being the triple bottom line as you describe, or social impact. That's what I'm hearing yeah. there. Very cool. Exactly. And then, and, and then, yeah. can you know, is it is it just the price of admission, or is there a is there a recruiting process, or a, you know, kind of a scaling down, or I mean, like, did, you know, how do you determine uh, level of commitment? The reason I ask is. Uh, uh, yeah. I run a coaching business, and um, you know, you know what we have is a bit of an onboarding process, just to really sure. ensure yeah. that you know someone's ready for the level of commitment that's required to 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 um, you know you know the the change that might occur in their in their professional life or in their business or whatever, um, and and not you know coming into the, on a coaching engagement. Um, you know, expecting something different. So we have a, a kind of a process to to help people mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. find something else that would be better for them uh, than coaching. And, and and when they are ready, we know they're really ready. So it's just a matter of matching up with the right coach. Super similar. Yep. Okay. Super similar. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, Super so, similar. So, so, yeah. That readiness is important. Yeah. Right. You know, exactly. For, for everybody, we would we 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 really would not want. Um, yeah, it would be the wrong would be the wrong investment on 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 all fronts. Um, on both sides, and yeah, we've you know we have a, an incredibly talented um, admissions team, and the that process yeah is a long one. I mean, there's been people we've been talking to since the far, we were recruiting for the first class, so that's, that's a year and a half ago, and they're coming to a program in June, 
you know, this June. And it's been that cycle, you know, of, of, of you know, maturity of their venture, getting that to a place where they really are in a position to scale it. Um, maybe it's the, you know, also the, the cycle internally for, for larger, you know, folks in larger corporates that can take some time as well. Um, but yeah, that readiness, um, that readiness is something that we put a high, high price on. Yep. Excellent. Well, and, and then, so what are you, you know, as you, you, you know, kind of, I don't want to say midstream, but you know, you're, you're, it sounds like you have a few classes under your belt now. What, what's the biggest learning for you, Sarah? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, there are many, 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 um, <clears throat> one of some of my biggest learnings, I think, well, I mean, there's the, there's the, you've had this a million times over probably from your guests, but you know, there is all the usual startups, um, woes of everything takes twice as long, you know, costs twice as much, you know, all of these pieces, you know, are, uh, you know, are, um, are a day-to-day reality, absolutely. But I think on a personal, a very, very personal level, I think it is, um, I think it's that, you know, I, I'll take one step back. You know, I, it's been a, you know, most of my career working with you know, really large uh, brands and, and organizations. And, you know, they, they were doing some, incredibly transformative work. I was working with, you know, incredible clients, incredible creative teams, developing um, fascinating and I think innovative solutions to, to some of their marketing challenges. I was becoming further and further removed from from the human impact that um, my work as a strategic planner was way upstream. And the impact that I was seeing was was really, you know, was a long way away. You know, my work was 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 months earlier before things actually came to market, and and uh, and people were were touched by the by the work. And on this, it is, you know, it is so so different. Um, those feedback loops, that iteration, the the the, the visceral nature, um, the ability to see something before your very eyes. Um, in terms of change, deep human change is something that um, I intended. I set that intention by jumping into this, and I'd felt it myself. But you know, there was there was you know there, there's always that piece of sort of you know if if you build it, will they actually come? <laughs> and 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 they really they really did, and they really do. And the work that those classes and those individuals and organizations are doing um, is brave, brave work. So I think you know the biggest. Um, you know, the biggest piece for me is, is, is really that when you put that intention out there, when you send something into the universe um, and, and you empower people to, to really make the change themselves, you give them the tools, they can work with that. Um, and, and, and to be able to be in a position to do that um, is something I feel you know, incredibly lucky, incredibly lucky. Well, that's, I think that's, that's probably the ultimate uh, pitch for for think just just those last few sentences you said. Uh, I think all of us uh, in in roles of leadership and growing business are yearning for more of of those tools yeah. and those ways of, yeah. of of being. So as we wrap up, um, love to find love to share with everybody listening how to engage more with what you guys are doing in case there's a fit down the road um, as well. And how, how do they get in touch with, uh, with you as well? Yeah, of course. So, you know, we have, you know, this is, 
essentially three lines, you know, three, three things that we do. We have our six-month uh, creative leadership program, which is the part-time leadership and innovation program that we've we've, we've just been talking about. Um, we've got classes starting very soon. We've got a class starting in three weeks um, and two weeks. Oh, my goodness. No, three weeks. Three weeks. Um, I've got one more week in there. Um, and uh, and then after that, there will be uh, another class in, uh, in June. Uh, we have our uh, corporate programs. Um, which are, are all, where we work with um, you know, 21st century stewards, essentially, um, offering um, in-company, bespoke in-company leadership and innovation programs. So we're doing some fantastic work right now with, with folks like Dan City, um, uh, Rogers, FIFA, amazing, amazing Canadian and global organizations, um, working with their teams to elevate the caliber um, and capacity of senior and uh, executive teams. And... Then we've got public programs, which is starting um, in, uh, in in the springtime, which we're very excited about. So this is going to be um, an ongoing array of experiences, shorter formats. We've had big demand for shorter formats. Um, people who you know really want to want to get a, a great taste of the think experience. So we're going to be taking elements of our leadership and innovation programs and uh, and bringing them into weekends um, and evening programs. So here in Vancouver. So that's pretty exciting as well. All the information on the website, um, think, uh, think, uh, org slash Vancouver. With no um, I. Is our, uh, <laughs> it, yeah, with no I, exactly, is our, uh, is our landing page. And uh, lots of information and the relevant people on the team to, to reach out to who would be, yeah, thoroughly excited to, uh, to connect with your listeners. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for giving us your time and uh, a real pleasure thank to be able you. to speak with you twice in a week. And, uh, <laughs> and who knows, I may very well be putting my hip waders on and, and walking over to Vancouver Island in a cohort with you guys <laughs> sometime. <need> <laughs> we would love that. We would love that. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah. Okay, Sarah. Thank you so much. Thanks, nice, nice chatting. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. It's, you know what? I can't help but just be so... Oh, well, you know what really struck me in that conversation <clears throat> was um, um, this idea of, uh, you know, the... the, the and, and for people that aren't... Um, aren't familiar with Canadians that listen to this podcast, but this idea how, you know, we're, we, we were, we were, have this patch of time where we're, we're talking, we're describing who we are, maybe not in the way we really are. And uh, I think a lot of people have been feeling kind of, uh, disengaged from that conversation. I think, I know like, you know, this whole, even just, um, uh, how we've been described as Canadians as not being part of the, you know, the, the conversation and climate change and, and all these sorts of things that have been happening. So I found that really quite interesting from a, a relatively new Canadian. Um, but I think she's bang on. And, uh, and this whole idea of, you know, kind of what's happening in the West Coast. But, but I mean, it, it's really available everywhere. And, and how do we build resilience and mm-hmm. capacity to, to, in our leaders and in ourselves to, uh, to, to basically make an impact or, or, or respond to the complex issues and challenges yeah, that are coming we're at us all the time. not learning this necessarily in school no, either. And, no. and a lot of people don't have the chance to even learn it in business. It's almost a, it's a, it's an injection, you know? And so I'm going to reserve my ability to give a takeaway and we're going to, we're going to put Jesse on the spot. So Jesse, uh, he's is been, our he's observer. Been, he's been chomping at the bit. He's our observer. And, yeah. uh, he, uh, has, I don't think he's ever been on a podcast and this is opportunity Get your butt up here, Jesse, and I want you to uh, tell us your takeaways from this last conversation. And don't worry, you know, it's friendly people that are listening. You stand right here. And, right, and, right, and, right. and if it's not this conversation, you could just say your takeaways from from just observing us. Podcast. The you know this 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 uh, one podcast you're experiencing. 
Oh, I just can't believe you're putting me on. Well, get, get ready to take a hit in the ratings. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> a big spike. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That was very interesting. I I agree with your point about uh, Canadians not really in touch with their true maybe identity. Yeah, that, that was very interesting. Great accent too. Yeah, it's a beautiful accent. Yeah. yeah, and that's pretty much it from uh, Jesse's standpoint. Well, so but yeah. before I let you go, Jesse, because yeah. we just you know it's great to to like when Greg has me feeling uncomfortable, he'll just dig a little farther. So yeah. so I'm noticing as you cross your arms, you know, uh. all the body language is saying, yeah. "Leave me alone." Yeah. So um, and and by the way, we'll we'll invite other other you know listeners to come and join us in the podcast occasionally. Hey, eh, Greg, wouldn't that be fun? And then we can we can insert them on like we're doing with Jesse. What are you taking away from? Just you know, you, we, we people know the listeners know we we do a series of interviews. You know, what do you what what's your uh, what's your biggest takeaway in this whole podcast world from my experience today? Yeah. Uh, well, I really like how conversational and laid back everything is because whenever I mean I do listen to podcasts quite a bit. So whenever you're listening to even just radio interviews, uh, I'm not sure what other people picture, but I, I picture something much more structured and formal. And I don't really like that I picture that. So it's great to have an idea that it is, you know, just people talking and, you know, shooting the breeze back and forth about great topics. And you could sort of copy and paste this conversation into a coffee shop somewhere and it wouldn't be out of place, which is, I think, pretty good to achieve. Cool. Well said. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You're being very nice too. Jesse, yeah. thank you. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> so, so, I'm being so, pushed out of my spot. One last question would be just around, like, what can, you know, if people are, are interested in, in hearing about, more about the podcast, you're going to be involved in what oh, they yeah. do. Uh, Are you ready to talk about that, or is that for is that for a proper interview? Well, yeah, a proper interview would be great okay. in the future sometime. But uh, I don't know. Keep a lookout. Okay. Twelveneighbors.org. All right, yeah. nice pitch. Thank right. you, Jesse. Thank you, Jesse. And uh, we're over and out. We'll see you next week, Dave. See you, Greg. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com. And on Twitter, at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback.